Hey everybody, welcome back to Charisma Checked, a real play D&D podcast about the trials of fantasy corporate life. I'm Freddy and I play Silt, uh, a rock gnome R&D intern, currently unpaid. How's it going everybody? It's uh, Brad here. I play Alrin, but you can call him Al, the Goliath lawyer of the group. Hey everybody, my name's Craig. I play, uh, I play Ted. He is a human accountant who now has a stapler. Cade here, uh, playing your favorite lovable piece of garbage, John, the HR rep. Yes, and, and to top off that uh, menagerie, uh, <laughs> my name's Aaron, and I am your dungeon master and director of Varian Human Resources for this entertainment product. And it's so good to be back with you all as we're picking up right where we left off. It's been so long. Yeah, it's it's been like two weeks, you know. Yes, indeed. Oh my god. Been, um, <laughs> the classic D&D podcast joke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, how meta it's... are we getting with this, guys? Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. No, dude, no. I, it, it is good to be back after after last session where um y'all were introduced to each other uh as co-workers at almsworthy alchemicals a large uh healing potion and alchemical agents plant in the town of Greenwater in the merchant states and you all were sent by your new boss joseph almsworthy who it seems like he didn't know you all were going to be hired but anyways uh while he's settling that matter he sent you all out on some errands um, you got him a coffee, which of course was uneventful. You bought a ream of paper, which, you know, uh, Ted now has a stapler friend who <laughs> may or may not be uh, a, a, like an avatar of, of Shadow Darkness. But in any case, typical Monday. You all just <laughs> right. I know, right? It's, it's, you know, work stuff. And um, uh, at the end of. That session, John was was combing his luscious, tall pompadour, <laughs> and um, he he noticed in, in the mirror that there were some some hooded figures after him, and keeping an eye on you guys. And when he booked it to run, they made chase, and we enter at the beginning of a chase sequence. And the rules for a chase sequence in DD are a little different than the normal combat. We've already got you guys in your initiative order, but what's going to happen is um, you get a number of dash actions, which is the action you can take on your turn that um, doubles your movement speed. You have a limited number of those because this is a long-term kind of running, sprinting encounter. So you get a number of dashes equal to three plus your constitution modifier. And after you spend all of those to keep up your double speed pace, you either have to return to normal speed or start taking constitution checks to make sure you don't get exhausted and ultimately faint uh, in the middle of your sprint. <laughs> so, which is which is possible and, and which may happen. So Al is carrying silts, but all the rest of you are, are running independently of each other. And you have two figures wearing dark hoods about 30 feet behind you who are making chase. So, of course, this is a bustling street, so there's a lot of things going on that, that might get in your way. But because of the way that you all rolled, it's actually going to be Al who gets to take the first sprint. So you've got, if you imagine your head behind you, 30 feet behind you, two men in hoods on opposite sides of a busy street, sprinting down the sidewalk, moving to do so, it's your first chance. And also, if you want to do a normal attack or a normal 
any action that you can normally take on a six second DD turn, you can do that as well. But um, the dashes are the only ones that have special rules in these cases. So I guess, yeah, Al will uh, begin his uh, his run. He, I don't think he's going to dash on this first turn. I think he's just going to take his normal movement on this first turn, kind of uh, wait for everyone maybe to catch up and then pass him, and then he'll start uh, dashing himself. So he'll just move his uh, 30 feet that he can up the street. As, um, as you start running, Al, um, you know, this is a busy street. There's a lot of things happening. There, you'll recall that uh, just before when you were at the coffee shop, you were throwing coins to a panhandler. Well, it seems like uh, some other folks of that nature have, have noticed that. And you find as you start to sprint, immediately kind of appearing out of an alleyway are two or three of these gentlemen with um, kind of ragged clothes and holding their hands out. And they, they block your path. Now, you have a few choices. You can naturally, I guess, if you want to give them money, you can. Or um, there are a few different checks. Now, this is... Thank you, D&D Book, for, for suggesting these things at random to me, by the way. But um, the, the options that it lists, and you'll, you'll understand what these imply, you can make a strength check, an acrobatics check, or an intimidation hmm. check. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no. Of course, if you would rather make something a little, a, little, a little friendlier, I don't see why the D&D Book would not suggest that that might be an option as well. So perhaps we'll make a hard if I can, I want to try to uh, uh, take uh, two two of my gold pieces. You said there's two of them? Uh, well, you said there's two people, right? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to take uh, uh, two of my gold pieces and then try and uh, give it to them and then persuade them, like, <laughs> slow those guys down back there with the, the hoods and then and I, I drop the gold pieces into their pants well yeah one of them takes one he's like oh right oh and um they kind of stance up as you sprint ahead and pass them to make your 30 feet and, and I'll, I'll like yell back don't fight them just slow them All down right. so um very good so that's Al Next, we have ooh one of the hooded figures behind you is going to make his uh, move. So he actually is able to sprint up to where you guys are in front of in front of the store, where John, Ted, and Silt are. And he's oh, I'm with Al. Oh, I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. Where <laughs> you're good. This is hard to keep track of. Where um, where John and Ted are then, and. You, you hear kind of this uh, this odd voice come from under this hood. You can't see the face is obscured. Say, give us the coffee, Ted. Oh, I, uh, I don't have the coffee. John has the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on my way now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so as he accosts you, he, he hits like... <sighs> You know, like hisses at you. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn and look at him dead in the eye, with like a, a lifeless, lifeless expression, and I'm gonna say over my dead body. That can be arranged. Oh, no. And he pulls a oh, knife. Oh, no, no. After that, it is. Oh, the other guy's turn. He's gonna catch up. Oh, good. So, so the <laughs> other, the other <laughs> figure uh, across the street sprints along, and um, he makes it across. But as he starts to run towards you guys in the street, 
um, Brad's two friends, because now they're friends, um, accost him and, well, let's see, let's make a roll to see what happens here. Ooh, they, um, <laughs> they, they attempt to tackle him, but, but the first, the first misses and uh, collapses into the street. The other is going to actually try the peaceful option. And here we'll make that contested. Why not? And um, oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, this guy is not going to take any parlay with these, with these oh, no. these gentlemen. And he actually gold coins. This guy, um, this hooded figure grabs both of these guys and tosses them down into the street, basically as they try to accost him, and just about jumps oh, off of them to fling himself towards um, towards John, having heard that he has the coffee, and he's going to actually take a swing with his knife. Oh, I'm at five hit points right now. <laughs> I already, wait, no, actually, I'm lower than that. No, God, I'm at three. Okay, let's go. Oh yeah, because you took psychic. I took damage. psychic damage. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, take it. Take a sip of that coffee. Heal yourself. I would never. I would coffee, never. coffee kid. You know what? Coffee heals psychic damage. I like that. Oh. But only psychic damage. John would never. <laughs> All, right. All right. Too much of this coffee's already gone. So that is a. A miss. Oh, miraculously! Sweet. So he goes to oh, shiv you oh, uh, uh-huh. on the sidewalk and fails. He lunges at you and you you evade him. And after his turn, then now that they they both have accosted you in front of the parchment and such office supply store, it is John's turn. So are, are both of these hooded figures right next to each other? Yes, and just okay. in front of you and Ted. Okay, I'm gonna put uh, a, a thumb over like the lid of the coffee, right, just so yeah. it doesn't spill. Hey, that's, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's yeah, keep smart. Keep it safe. I'm gonna put the papers like in between, like in my arm and like you know my chest, as like best as I can. And I'm gonna go for a shoulder tackle to shove one of the guys into the other one to kind of get them off of me. Wow. Okay, man. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Uh, make oh. a make a. I guess it's just a, like an uh, is it athletics for grapple? Yeah. Make a make an athletics check. Okay, give me one second here. They will contest that. Oh god, I gotta stop doing this. It's a negative one. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you roll? You got it. You 18. got it. Hey, okay. Nice. Yeah, so so tell us exactly what you do. He just needs the proper motivation. I'm just uh so like I said, I've I've got the coffee like part I'm just gonna bring that in. That's what I'm protecting. That is my baby right now. And I'm just going to kind of go head first to this guy to try to stab me. He's not ready for it, right? Like, why would you go after a guy with a knife? And I'm just going to shoulder check him as hard as I can. Like, almost trying to go for his face to knock him back into the other guy. Yeah, so yeah. so you succeed and knock them both prone. They kind of tumble over each other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as you shoulder check him. And now you can move 30 feet uh, without... I'm running away from yeah, him. Yeah, without any fear yeah, of yeah. an opportunity attack, which is much to your advantage. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna book it out of there as soon as possible. Which means I, he catches up to, yes. to Al. So that John and Al have now made it and together. <laughs> oh yes, in Silt's arm. So the Silt is a rather passive participant <laughs> uh, in this. Although he still will be able to take an action, and it is his turn. So Silt, if there's anything okay. you care to do, wrapped tenderly like a babe under uh, Al's massive arms. So Silt, Silt, as this beautiful football uh, swaddled boy is going to yell, help, help, police, privately funded, technically publicly funded, thinly veiled militia, help, 
<laughs> and um, okay, um, uh, I don't know if you want to uh, scream a help while I'm holding you and running. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, not not the dude that I'm holding. The guy with the the guy with the knife. Get him. Okay. Uh, well, uh, there are many people in the street. You know, uh, horse-drawn carts and people walking about, and they start to take a notice. And there are murmurs. And um, there's a man with a knife, not the man holding me. He's fine. <laughs> yes. There, there might be a moment of confusion about that, but then there's generally a sense of concern. Um, and <laughs> after Silt's turn, it is Ted, who's still in front of the, the store. So I, I have uh, Mr. Stapulus in my hand. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grip him tightly. I'm going to say, I'm going to get us out of here. And I'm going to use one of my dashes. Okay, good. Ooh. So he's going to get 30 feet past us. Man, he's, he's booking I'm it. fucking legging it. <laughs> yeah, all right. So you um and because these guys are prone, uh thanks to uh John's quick thinking, uh they can't try to stab you cuz they're still trying to get themselves up off the ground and you book it um even past uh Silt and everybody else. Yeah, so you continue to flee and it goes back around to um Al's turn. All right. Well, then uh Al's gonna look to look to John. Say, uh, "Good luck to you there, friend." And then he's also gonna take his first dash. <laughs> oh, good. And just book it with Silt under his arm. Whee! So he'll run his sixty feet. <laughs> yeah, Silt never moving so fast in his life. Great. Yeah, that definitely is the fastest that Silt has ever been able to run. You're very fortunate. Nothing interrupts you. You manage to weave through the things happening on the street, but you uh, you continue to move as people take notice of begin to take notice of the chase. And after that... A large man carrying a small gnome away from people with knives. <laughs> yes, <nuts. laughs> indeed. And then it is uh, the hooded figure, the first one. He stands up, which unfortunately costs him a great deal of his movement. And um, he's going to give chase. Because the none of you guys are in front of the store anymore. And he's going to do his best to catch up to where um, John now is. But he can only make it 15 feet. He can only make it halfway to even where you are. Because he's kind of stumbling along and... But furious at what you did to him. With that <laughs> ream of paper. Um, destroyed. Yeah, man. I mean, you you, uh, you dunked on him. And immediately after him, it's his friend who's going to do the exact same thing. So next after is... Uh, oh, John. Uh, John. Yeah, yeah, back to me. All right. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna kind of like while I'm running, obviously I'm it's a little I just pushed somebody over. I've got a lot of other stuff on mine, but do I notice anything? Like, how are the crowds looking? How are are there any places I could duck into or try to get out of the way for? Yeah, so um, there are some there are occasional alleyways uh, along these roads, and um, pretty easily you could could duck into one that's up ahead of you on your right on your side of the street. Are there any shops? Yeah, there, there are area? other businesses. Yeah. Um, there's actually, you see, you're about to pass by. There's a uh, there's a very popular, uh, like bar food chain called Pubsters, and there's a Pubsters location, uh, you know, business district, of course, uh, that you're about to to run past that has a lot of people, uh, you know, taking lunch inside of it. I'm going to pivot and dash into there as fast as humanly possible. Yeah, okay. Cool. And you got the... the Okay. So make a stealth check, because you're going to try to disappear into this right. crowd. Right. 
And it's mostly, you know, people drinking beer at lunch and things like that. I, uh, this app might be broken because I got a nat 20. Oh my gosh. Dude, I mean, you, you immediately look like you've been in this place for three hours. I mean, you, (laughs) you just, just meld into the crowd. Something about the weight of the day and the stress and if, if you do feel guilt about what happened at the coffee shop earlier, um, all that kind of, kind of weighs heavy on you and. You kind of there's some booze open that you can just collapse into and meld in. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go try to find like a group of people, like a really oh, sure, like sure, sure. people, and just kind of like slip in. And I'm gonna definitely try to hide the coffee cup that I'm holding right now. Just gonna kind of try to keep it out of sight. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you get in there and manage to hide yourself. Nah, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm gone. I'm out Indeed. of this chase. Get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean doing all you can so then it's silt's turn hey i'm silt yeah <laughs> yes indeed that's my action <laughs> uh, yeah okay so you uh your action is to be carried it's a it's a passive action <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so after that it's oh ted um i'm gonna sort of look around and see if i can find any like guards maybe uh yeah there is um Across the street, there's a uh, an officer of the of the law walking the beat, and he's just now taking notice of the disturbance across the street. So I'll uh, now that he's sort of seeing, I'm gonna start you know waving my my hands in the air to try to get his attention and like pointing at the guy that I can see uh, I can see running. Oh okay, <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, you gonna say anything or just uh, just gonna just gonna point? Um, I'll say like, oh, hey, over here, uh, we're getting in trouble over here. (laughs) (laughs) The best thing to say, maybe not the best way. (laughs) And I'm just gonna keep moving uh, in the same direction. Man, yeah. As I'm doing this, yeah. (laughs) Cryptic. Keep it cryptic. That's how we like it. Uh, he, he certainly observed. Well, I did steal like three things today. <laughs> yeah, that's you know that's fair. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, you've been getting into trouble today. So he observes your trouble. He's gonna try to intervene when these guys run past because right now those guys are like uh, fifty feet behind you or so, and um, you're making you guys are actually making very good time on them. Uh, John has already disappeared, and it's back up to Brad. It's Al's turn. Uh, well, I was just gonna, you know, buckle down, head forward, and just do what he does best and sprint another 60 feet. Just okay. be gone. Right. Keep, keep sprinting. That's good. He's just trying to get back to uh, uh, Almsworthy as fast as he can. Yeah. And that was a six, uh, seven minute sprint before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, true. Um, you know, you're. it's been about 30 seconds of that at this point. But you encounter another challenge. As you're crossing, there's a there's a place where you know there's actually a place where you have to cross the street to to run the direction you're still running, and um, there is an omnibus, a horse-drawn bus, um, oh, no. which is not a made-up like steampunk thing. That's a real that's a real thing from from back in, in the old days. Uh, it's being pulled across the street full of people, and it blocks your path. It's about ten feet tall, being drawn by two horses. Is it what direction is it headed? It's headed. It's taking a left to cross your path while you're crossing this street. 
So it's it, it's going towards where I'm running to, or in the opposite direction. As you're crossing the street, it's turned left to intercept you and is going down this other side street. So oh, it's actually okay. running. Uh, what's the term? Perpendicular to to the way you're running. Oh, okay. So uh, one thing that uh, Al doesn't like to tell everybody else is not only was he uh, the star on his bruiser ball team, but he was actually also the um, the star uh, in his limbo team in college. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he got really into limboing, you know, just kind of a competitive, anything competitive that he can get into, he, he loves. So he's going to try and, uh, while maintaining a decent speed, still limbo under the omnibus. Uh, make a uh, acrobatics <laughs> check. Uh, okay. you go. Wait, am I being I'll limboed look. with you? you Don't worry about okay. it. You're shorter than now. Yeah. So, so uh, I mean, if that makes it more of a challenge, Al. Oh, no, I'll no. Be- I don't okay. think. Actually, I think if anything, he could roll to assist you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to lean back too, so. You could do the thing from uh, the G.I. Joe movie where you throw silt through That's, the, I, yeah, the I mean, if, Honestly, if he wasn't able to help me, I might have thrown him over the bus and <laughs> caught him when I made it back on, on the other side. But if he could help me, I'd like that. So my, I can, like, uh, as I'm limboing, I, like, lower his feet on the ground and he can, like, run a little bit, you know? <laughs> Make us a little tripod. Yeah, a tripod. <laughs> should, should I give him a, just, like, advantage or should I actually roll something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, uh, yeah, it's just advantage. All right, cool. Okay. Acrobatics with advantage. Here we go. Ooh, that's a beautiful 19. Let's go. You guys are powerful, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you you know, you limbo under the bus while it's moving. Um, <laughs> Absolutely no problem. And, uh, As you yeah, get you just too gotta... low, you hear Silt's feet hit the ground. He goes, because <laughs> <laughs> he carries you under. <laughs> oh, great job there, friend. Great job. No problem. There's a, yeah, there, there's actually a brief moment where all of Al's weight <laughs> is on Silt. I'm and... fine. I've handled large. <laughs> oh. oh. Brad, Brad what, what if your limbo turns into a power slide? As you, Because oh. it's like a little wet, right? There are oh. puddles and... Underneath, oh. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. I might tear my ACL if I try that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I like, I like all of this imagery. It's kind of, it's kind of coming as a conglomerate in my mind. But you know, obviously, if this happens so lightning fast that you know normal humans, yeah, uh, don't even per- know what happened. Perceive it as basically a slide. You know, yeah. like you just, you know, he, so he's on one oh side of the bus and then he's on the other side of the bus. It's like, oh my gosh, he's unstoppable. Gone. Yeah, and then you're, you're zooming. And then it is gentlemen giving chase. They begin to sprint. They're going to actually finally get to dash and do their 60 feet. But um, that only gets them as far as, as the restaurant. So the first says to the second, Go in there and look for the one that ran in, but don't get nabbed by that cop. And um, the second guy turns to walk in to, to the store. John's getting himself into a little sticky situation. Okay. And it is John's turn. All right, so I'm kind of in like a group of group of people. Uh, I'm just going to kind of sit down and act like one of the guys, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm just one of the guys. I'm going to specifically try to find somebody that maybe had a couple too many drinks. Yeah, man. It's um, it's noon in the business district, so that's about 40, 40% of the people <laughs> okay, there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> as it would be, and um, 
you saunter up next to a few gentlemen who are having a rousing conversation about, you know, intellectual things like literature and, and, and you know. Okay, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, go up uh, to them and I'm going to go, <laughs> you guys like literature. That is my yeah. Oh man, yeah. This this guy yeah, gets it. This man. is my yeah, favorite thing. Look, look, this I is, love it. This is my dude. And I get enough of it. Uh man, I I love that suit jacket you're wearing right now. Wow, man, that, dude. I I got this from literally, dude. I got this from 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 the like from the uh-huh. churchyard sale, oh. man. Like it was. I mean, it was literally. I got this for three dollars, dude. I bought the three dollars. Wow, for three dollars, three gold dollars, man. Oh, wow. Uh, I hate to interject. It just looks so nice. Can I try that on? I. Do you, do you want to try my my my, my 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 suit's really comfy too? Do you want to like swap suits? Bruh, you're, you're kind of. I'm a little broad compared to you. Hey, listen. But, uh, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna slide a silver coin onto the table. How about I buy you oh next, the next drink? How about that? Yeah, dude. Roll persuasion with advantage. Persuasion's plus four, so uh, twenty-one. Sick, dude. Okay, yeah, you're you're clean. This dude gets up. He's like, man, I I love this guy. You gotta join our book club, man. I, I love books. I love them all. They're my favorite. They're yeah, my favorite. dude, bro, books. Rock. What's your favorite? And, he, and yeah. he takes off his. I'm just like making small. Yeah, he's talk. taking off his jacket. What do you think, and, John? Yeah. Likes better books or animals? They're all his favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Every book is his favorite. Book. I'm uh, I'm gonna kind of look around and find a, a finished drink, right? Like in a cup. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour out the coffee cup. Like the coffee into that that drink cup, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey man, do you mind do you mind holding on to this real quick? I'm gonna run to the bathroom." <laughs> You're gonna have this guy hold on to your the, your precious the coffee? empty coffee cup. I've already emptied it into another drink, and I'm gonna grab that drink. Oh, and you! Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's diabolical, <laughs> man. man! You guys are so actual yeah. mad. All right, mad. This all right, is insane. Yeah, so so you go, you run into the bathroom. Uh, I, I and, don't go uh, to the bathroom. I say I'm going to the bathroom, but oh, I'm just going to immediately leave. Oh, okay. With this new disguise <laughs> and no problem. They're still under my, like, they're under my armpit. Like, I, I, they're, they're just positioned there. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to walk out like nothing's wrong. Yep. Flawless. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. so as you're walking mm-hmm. out... Um, guy number two who was walking into the store walks in his hooded you know figure kind of looks about and he spots the coffee cup you can tell because he walks over there and as you're walking out of the store you hear him saying where'd you get that coffee man and um, the guy's like oh man my, my best friend just gave it to me I, I don't know where oh no dude he's in the bathroom you gotta check in there and you hear just kind of some Smashing around as as the guy starts sprinting towards the restroom, <laughs> um, and you uh, make a clean escape once again. Nice, <laughs> flawless. Holy shit! <laughs> With the coffee in a in a stolen beer pint mug <laughs> and uh, a ream of paper under your stolen jacket. So then after that, it would be Silt, who's just uh, had a harrowing experience under the bus. I'm a bruiser ball. <laughs> I'm a bruiser ball. <laughs> Thanks, Al. You're the best. Oh, no problem, Sil. You're doing you're doing great work yourself. Yeah, I did just carry your full body weight. Don't worry about that. It's how you get stronger. That's true. Yeah. That is Silt's turn. <laughs> so yeah, very good. No, that's great. And uh, then Ted. 
does Ted uh, does Ted see like the the one guy entering the shop? Yeah, if you look back over guy. your shoulder, and like I said, this police officer has has yet to make his move across the street, but he's trying to do that, gotcha. waiting for a lull. Since I can see the guy, the one guy is still sort of in pursuit. I'm going to use my second dash. So that brings you out, I believe, to where Silt and Al are now. So you make it across the street. Fortunately, the omnibus is pulling on ahead. The last of your pursuers, uh, the one who's not in the store, is still um, waiting outside there. He was moving after you, but then they were kind of splitting up. But as number, this first guy, I was going to say number one, because that's, of course, his, his name on my sheet. But as, as the first hooded figure, you know, dramatic and mysterious, um, prepares to start moving, the police officer finally gets an option to get across the street, and he accosts him. He says, you know, crook, stop, you know, and, and tries to tackle him in the street. And, uh, oh, my. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, wow, he does not do that at all. <laughs> oh, my uh, the, 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 um, the noble officer uh, dives and basically collapses into the gutter. <laughs> um, oh, like, it's, no. it lands on a garbage can or something like that. Oh, the hooded guy evades him. And... Is going to keep to keep moving, and he he gets up almost to where you guys are, and looking back over your shoulders, Ted Silt and Al, and I guess John, depending on where you, where you are. I just left the the bar area. I'm pretty sure, right? So I'm I'm still pretty far behind. He he actually stops before he crosses the street, and he pulls down his hood, and as you guys look back. You can see he's just staring at you very, very intently. And it, it gives you guys a really weird, like, you, you feel kind of a, a creepy feeling. And then he turns back and sees the cops scrambling up on the ground. And you guys look forward and look back again, and he's gone. He, dis- he disappears out no. uh, Did he vanish for you guys, too? Was he ever really there is the real question. Did we all just collectively hallucinate? You know, it uh, it wouldn't be the first time today, I suspect. What was in that water? Aaron, would I see anything from behind? Uh, you also see him. Um, he's there in a moment. And he's gone again. And you don't see him turn anywhere. It's It's like nothing you've ever seen before. It's like in a split second... A thing that was theirs is gone. Well, I'll probably put Silt back down. I was about to say, you could probably just put me down now. <laughs> Silt regains his autonomy. Let's just go back to back to the company. Yeah. I think that's a swell idea. Uh, John's going to pat himself down and realize that he just traded his very, very nice business jacket for a $3 churchyard sale jacket. <laughs> uh some sacrifices have to be made. Uh, uh, John's gonna make his way back to the uh, the coffee joint. The uh, what was it called? The, the Rust House. Uh, <laughs> oh roasters. my gosh! <laughs> yes, he returns. Uh, I'm gonna kind of look and, and see if there's any empty coffee cups just like strewn about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a you know there's there's like uh, there's some there's a garbage can. I'm gonna kind of dig through it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm I mean, gonna, there's, I'm, some, there's some cups in there. I'll find a cup that doesn't look too ragged or anything that looks pretty like lightly used. I'm gonna wipe it down with my three dollar suit, and then I'm gonna pour the drink that was I got from the pub into the into the coffee cup. 
Okay. Yeah, and, and about 20 people dining outside of the cafe <laughs> watch you do this. <laughs> so as you guys are returning to the office, you walk back here 10 or 12 minutes, and you don't observe anything else weird happening. Um, you all are, you know, walking together. Um, it's been kind of a weird uh, 30 or 40 minutes. And um, as you make it back, the weirdness, unfortunately only increases is you see that there are two police officers standing outside of the office and Miranda is outside speaking to them frantically. And as you turn the corner and see the office, there are many other little office buildings dotted around. So you're walking past, you know, the offices of other companies. And as you get close enough to hear her, you hear that she's saying, um, so I, I don't know who did it. I don't know how it possibly could have happened. I mean, they. Uh, but I swear, I, uh, you know, they came in, and then I came in just a moment later, and he was he was dead. And um, the police say, "Well, can can you give us a description, ma'am?" And um, she says, uh, "She sees you walking down the street, and points and says, it was them officers. They did it. They gave it to him.'" <laughs> and the cops turn. Uh, John is gonna drop his coffee on the floor and the papers and just say nope. And he's gonna turn around and run away. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Wait, what do we give to someone? Uh, well, Miranda, what happened? The police what, what are you saying? We just oh, got don't, back. Don't you know? We just saw you come in here. It wasn't more than five minutes ago. We were just being chased for the last, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, I was a bruiser ball. John's actively running away. So, <laughs> you know, not kind of like an admission of guilt, you know. <laughs> John, where are you going? Yeah, so as if, so if John turns to run, um, the officers will will move to follow at a distance of about 60 feet. I am... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that this would, um, <laughs> you know, this is one of those weaknesses in my DM foresight where I didn't anticipate this immediately starting another chase sequence. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it's only a chase sequence with John. I don't, oh my gosh. I don't know how I didn't expect this. We shall say for convenience's sake that this chase ends quickly as the one officer uh, sprints across the street and catches up to you, uh, to the remaining three. And as John starts to run, he falters and the other officer will at least make it a roll, uh, is going to attempt to, um, to tackle you down. Okay. John. Okay. What am I, what am I rolling for here? Wow. Um, if you could roll an athletics check. Mm -hmm. Okay. Again, this is a negative one. So if I get another good yeah, roll in, on in, this. in contest to the one that I just uh, rolled. 13. Yeah. So, so this guy rolled a three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you actually manage to squirm away while he tries to get up on you and as you sprint he um he does not pursue you but he does get a good look at you as he like tackles me i'm, I'm just gonna be like i know my rights as i like sprint off and like run away yeah you know your right to flee from the police <laughs> <laughs> your right to resist arrest where's your warrant where's your warrant <laughs> the officers say um Gentlemen, we're we're gonna have to uh, to bring you in for for questioning. I'm sorry. 
but uh, you've been charged with the murder of Mr. Joseph Almsworthy, owner of Almsworthy Alchemical Agents. Wait, so you're telling me there's been a m m m m murder Yes. Small man indeed. There has been a m m m m murder in this building. Oh my god. And this witness, your clearly very kind, pretty and generous uh office manager. Uh she observed you bringing a poisoned coffee into the office and murdering Joseph Almsworthy. You mean that that coffee that's on the ground over there spilled that uh he just dropped? With the ream of paper that we were asked to grab. You, well, clearly you all returned, gave him the coffee, left, and got another one. Have you seen the line seen at the, the Rustin line? Rose Yeah, there's no way. so long. Oh my god, there were people waiting for like they, 40 they never. No, they never make me wait in the line. That's because well, you're a pig. I mean a cop. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, don't, don't. No need to call him that. That He's an officer of the law. Don't you know they I do the deal where if you, uh. You know, if you go to the pickup thing and say, uh, yeah, my name's John, they'll give you one because the founder's name was John. Oh, yeah, you the dude who just ran away day. did that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> look, fellas, I'll take a I'll take a look here. You know what they always say. You can beat the rap, but you can't beat the ride. I think there's plenty of proof that clears our name. If this fine gentleman wants to take us down to his office, that's fine. All right. I I swear, I swear to you, Lathander, <laughs> if I get out of this, I'll start coming back to church. I swear. <laughs> oh, nice. Am I, am I completely? Did I shake the cops? Uh, yeah, man, you're you're running. Well, you're good. You're on the well, land. You're, going, you're on you're, the land. You're brother. officially on the land. I'm I'm running back to the pub. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's good. Back to, back safety. to safety. That's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, so we can do a bit of a a time skip here. <laughs> so, the three of you that were uh, arrested, not John, because he uh, escaped. I don't think we're getting arrested. We're getting uh, uh, tried. I'm a lawyer. I know my uh, you know, I know my rights. He actually knows his rights. This is uh, detaining, I believe. These two armed guards, you know, their long swords hanging from their belts, take you to. Um, the, the, what would you even call it? The slammer. The, yeah, I would say, I was trying to think of a funny word for it, but it, to, 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 you know, the, the, the jail, or really more the office where they have the, the holding cells. And, um, they say they process you in, they, um, you know, the portrait artist takes your mug portrait in charcoal <laughs> and, um, you guys are locked into a cell together. Do- do we keep our things? Do uh, I still have Mr. Uh, Stapulus? I, oh. Hmm. Oh, no. That's, oh, no. You know, um, well, do you, do you make any, do you make any effort to, to hide Stapulus? I mean, I'll put him in my boot again. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, why, um. Why don't you make a sleight of hand check for boot stuffing? Boot stuffing? Yeah. There's another. Never mind. What? <laughs> nope. What? Nope. We're just Craig, moving said, past six that inches, one. Six inches is a lot. Does that, wait a second. Does that, does that expression mean something? I don't know what it means. Boot stuffing? Yeah. 
No, I was going to say there's another stuffing I could try. Oh, <laughs> Six okay. inches is too much thank, for Ted, man. Oh, thank I, thought, I thought I had just said something raunchy or something on accident, which happens no. to me more often than you'd think. But, uh, I rolled a 17 sleight of hand. Wow, okay. So, or sleight of foot, I assume. Yeah, man, you stuff that boot. You basically turn um, oh. you basically turn Stapulus into your 12th toe. And um, <laughs> yeah, you stuff we'll it up be, in there. We'll you know, never be separated. You you kind of you wear the double extra wides anyways, man. So it's like you just kind of stuff that stapler <laughs> up in there. And he's like, no, please don't make me go in there again. But but there's no they're, choice. I take, mean, there's you know, they'll there's take no you choice. away from me. Well, we can't have that. I'll do what I'd have to do. Right. And um, he gets stuffed that in there. And um, <laughs> fortunately, when they. Uh, they do kind of check around the collar of your boot, but it's not a very thorough search. Yeah, so Stapulus remains with you as you all uh, enter the cell. And the, the officer that locks you up says, we'll be back for you all later, but we're going to hold you here for a moment. No, give me my call. I know my rights. I want my call. A call. Who do you want to call? My wife. <laughs> Can she hear you from here? <laughs> if you let me outside, I'll shout loud enough. I, brother, feel free. I mean, there's a window. Here, I'll cut my hands to help. <laughs> Where, you didn't even there. read me my if rights. If you want to write a letter, I'll bring the letter writing materials. We have some, we have qu- quills. I, I do want to write the letter, but you, yeah. uh, as discussed, you didn't read me my rights, so. Do you have, do you have paper? So, pa- yes, here, here's some, yes, here's the kit. And he brings out this little box that has, you know, the. One piece of paper and like three drops of ink in it for you to write a letter. Oh, I, I'm going to need more paper for this. I think, there, friend, you're going to need more paper than the two sheets. Yeah, I think um, you know maybe like ten or fifteen sheets. I'm going to need more too. <laughs> I want to write a letter to my you know, wife, that's, and that's, I'm going to write a letter to your boss. It's going to come at great expense to the taxpayer. Does Scapula sound pleased with my ten to fifteen? Uh, oh, guess. he's just get get more if you can, Ted. <laughs> maybe, maybe even, uh, maybe like up to thirty. You know, just bring a whole, like a whole pad out. I, Wait, can we actually? Gra- can you go back and grab the paper ream that we had? I, well, if you want to use your own paper, I suppose it won't hurt anything. All right, oh. cool. And he he drags it back and drops it. I'm gonna grab like a hundred pieces of paper. I'm gonna be. Al's gonna begin strongly writing letters. Still is going to take a piece of paper and make an airplane. I should specify that this is not the same guy that um, arrested you. So he is. Um, oh, okay. This is, is so this, this is a different fella. One of the officers uh, manning the station. And um, he says, so uh, I hear they're pinning Joseph Almsworthy on you, huh? That's bad yeah. business, man. We weren't even there. Huh. Well, they didn't read us our rights. We weren't there. There's a, a litany of witnesses that can prove that as well. Yeah, there's a whole street chase that went down, and there was another cop that saw it, and yeah. Oh, well. Two beggars, they know where I was. I'm pretty sure there was a disgruntled uh, coffee store worker that knew where the, the one who ran away was. Yeah. One ran away? Um. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, we don't know that guy, though. Hmm, well. I hope you don't. Yeah, his name definitely wasn't John. Oh, yeah. Well, good to know. Well, best of luck, gentlemen. Thanks. Do you want and this airplane? He said, I... Air what? Uh, this paper... <laughs> this paper flying creature. 
No, no, you Wait, can. You can make things fly. You can keep yeah, it. Yeah, check it out. And he just tosses it, and it, it nose dives. Oh man, that's that's a tragic image. Oh. oh yeah, I can do that too. And I I ball a piece of paper up and throw it <laughs> further than than the plane got. Wow, I've never seen one go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, you guys, who who has highest passive perception here? John. Oh, it was he's not here. John. He's not it here. Was John. Okay, nobody. Everybody. Everybody's passive is garbage. Okay, so before we do this. John, what have you been doing for the last... It's been about an hour. So, I, first off, I kind of ducked into an alleyway, and uh, I changed which way my hair was pushed towards. So, instead of the right, it was pushed to the <laughs> left now. Uh, I've taken off my suit, and I've uh, I've gone with a resume uh, to the pub. And I, uh, <laughs> I'm currently talking to the owner about a potential job opportunity. He's gonna become a bartender. Man, um, yeah, so so the manager comes out. You know, it's like a big burly Dorvin guy, and like a you know, dressed like a bar manager. You know, like like a you know wearing a shirt and tie. It's like, well, uh, so you're interested in being a bartender, eh? Hey, I I tell you what, you know, I uh, I passed the bar exam. Uh, and uh, everybody got three drinks. <laughs> you studied at the Institute of Mixology? Oh, uh, Al, Al takes some pain in his, it, like, the headache gets yeah, worse when that joke happens. The force disturbs Al in, in his jail cell. Uh, no, no, I know some friends there. I was just trying to make a joke. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, so I'm a people you're person. not a licensed mixologist? No, but I am, I am earnest and willing to learn. Very much so. Well, I, I, I love this environment i I've, I've gone to this bar uh many of once and uh i would i would love to work I, here well uh do you have uh you have any references uh yeah uh, may i ask whom uh, i i'll i'll give them to you after i get the job <laughs> i um well, son, I I just got to tell you, we're booked out right now. I mean, we really don't don't need any help. I I mean, uh, you know. Oh, oh. oh. my wife is gonna be well, so no, mad. I, at don't me. be doing that, son. Look, no, I, it's not necessary. No, no, I uh, look, I. May uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe you can wash dishes. I don't know. Uh, I would be honored. I an actual wow. sociopath. I I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> like go to aggressively shake his hand. Yeah, I mean he he shakes your hand. Can I? Well, um, can I start now? I well, no. Why don't you come back tomorrow? I I can't. I. <laughs> <laughs> well, son, if you can't be here tomorrow, you're not much good to us tonight. I mean, I, 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 I have to work tonight. I have to. I'm so excited. I, and my, I told my wife I'd, I'd work tonight. Well, when can you work again after tomorrow? Uh, all the time. Uh, <laughs> you have a very open schedule, then, I suppose. Very open, indeed. <laughs> you, uh... <clears throat> well... I suppose uh, we can get you back into the kitchen here then and uh, get you started. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Do you have anything I can uh, can change into? 
like clothes. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we have aprons and you know a white shirt back there for you. Sure. I mean, if you don't mind it having the Pubsters logo on it, of course. I I would feel honored for it to have the Pubsters yeah, logo, which is you know like y'all have seen a sports bar. Like, it's just like two beers clinking. You know, <laughs> Pubsters. It's just got the letter P. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> it's a chain. It's a it's a national chain. <laughs> it's it's that creative marketing that really does it. Um. Quick, we gotta get on this idea for merch right now. So it, oh. oh gosh, yeah, yeah, like Mr. Beastburger. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, so you now are. John is now an employee of Pubsters. Yep. Washing <laughs> dishes in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, this is my guys. Uh, this way, the cops can't find me because who in their right mind would do oh. this? Yeah. So now I'm a dishwasher at a at a random uh, bar and grill joint. <laughs> Who all the cops love to frequent. Who in their right mind would be a dishwasher <laughs> at Pubsters? <laughs> not many people, man. It's my life not on the run. People. Life on the run. I hear they pay you less than interns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Damn. So while I use my brain to calculate how we're going to reconstitute Kate into the story, uh, we're going we're gonna to cut to our other three adventures in jail. As you guys are having your conversation with the officer, that ends as Kate is negotiating on the other side of town. And I was asking about passive perception, and, um, man, Ted, your passive perception is nine. Um, so oh, yeah. Is, I think so is mine. Mine's dude, uh, ten. That, oh, ten. Man, that's, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's... Way that's, better. That, yeah, okay. So ten, at average, you immediately detect a very strong smell in this cell. Hey, guys, it smells kind of stinky in here. It's actually not a stinky stink, but rather a very pleasant aroma i was mistaken it smells like fresh baked pie yeah and as soon as you all smell it it's like it smells to you like the best possible smell that you could smell is how you experience it like it's it's delightful so if baking pie is your favorite thing to smell then indeed it smells like baking pie oh just like my wife's perfume you know it kind of smells like a fresh stack of money to me <laughs> indeed bills do you smell, Ted, do you smell that delectable smell of fresh printed paper? Oh, <laughs> I do. That's delicious. Hey, by the way, I, um, I stole some paper for you. <laughs> you were too good to me, Ted. <laughs> oh, indeed. Uh, Ted, who are you talking to there? Oh, yeah, Ted, oh, are you, you good? Know, you know, just the, the real state of isolation and the jail system in our country it really is not good on the mental health and i think it's getting to me already and we're all in the same cell you've been in jail for 15 minutes no no he, he brings up a fair point i've seen a lot of uh, a lot of infographics on the the, the, the state of uh, prisoners mental health it's, that's a real problem it's quite abysmal the smell you all kind of trace to the source and you realize actually that the cell is very dark that there's actually another person in there with you oh, that you all hadn't seen <laughs> Um, he's kind of <laughs> slender, but he's sitting kind of curled up in the corner. But as you all turn to notice him, he stands and says, uh, Oh, I did wonder when they were going to send somebody else in here. How long have you been in here? Oh, a few days. No, that's oh, not too bad. That, okay, well, um, pleasure to meet you, I'm Al. Oh. I go to shake his hand. Oh, gentlemen, hello. And he stretches out his long... But very well manicured hand, and uh, meets your uh, grasp and shakes it. 
And as he enters the light, you see that he's um, an elven gentleman, very tall, very slender. And he's dressed in formal clothes, but rather sloppily. Um, his, his collar is unbuttoned. His hair is slicked back and greasy. But he smells so damn good. And um, he says, Oh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. My name is Oswald Ozymandias, proprietor of Ozzy's Olfactorium. Which is, the Olfactorium is a company with which you are very familiar. Uh, it's not situated in, in town here in Greenwater, but it is uh, Olfactorium products of all kinds. Any scented thing comes from, from the Olfactorium. What's a what's a man of your stature doing in prison over here at Greenwater? Oh well, you know I've been down here on a bit of a you know what do you call it a a bender, uh, but uh, our actual offices you know are up north in Borthen. But I have some friends who live on the lakeside down here, and gentlemen, I'm I'm sure I seem a bit like a, a what do they call it a, a Deus ex machina right now, but <laughs> really. <laughs> You all were just lucky to be in the right place at the wrong time. What brings you no, here this precisely. evening? Precisely. Oh. Well. What? What do you mean? Well, most people don't just walk into prison, so I figure you were brought here for some reason. I'm suspicious uh, uh, to know well, why. As as most prisoners would tell you, but it's true this time we're uh, wrongfully charged for a crime. Oh, of they didn't even read us our rights either. We got framed for murder. Framed for murder? The murder of who, might I ask? Joseph Almsworthy? Joseph Almsworthy. The top dog at the wizard school and proprietor of Almsworthy Alchemicals. Wondered how yeah. long he would last. <laughs> Man. What? <laughs> Wait, what? That went fast. That sounds no. like you did something with it. Oh, no, I like no, We shouldn't no, have told no. him that. I'm told, no, no, I'm not so involved as you might assume. Did Oh, I did just, we uh, did we say uh did we say Almsworthy? We meant uh uh Joseph Rustbucket, om- no, owner of the no. Rustbucket. Uh, Ted, he the, knows. Ted, it's it's. I'm just gonna I like go the gumption. The corner. <laughs> <laughs> Rusthouse, Rusthouse's mind is is weak. He's manipulable. Joseph Almsworthy, no, he had a strong personality. It was either to end in his death or his leaving, and I assume. After his first contact, he offered them no choices. So, now he's passed, and here you are in jail for his murder. Don't you love justice? It's delightful. I used to. <laughs> I used to be, uh, you know, Indeed. while I was studying law, but, uh, well, seems not everyone has the kind of fervor and passion I do for the upholding of justice. Right. Well, I'm in here for one of my drunken disorderly stints, but really I tend to leave when I choose. Say, where are you all employed? Um, um I, mean, I don't know was, that we have jobs anymore. Yeah, it was at Almsworthy Alchemical. Oh, his staff. How juicy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, first day, actually. Wow. Yeah, I was the head of the alchemy day. department. Isn't it amazing how things go like that? How convenient things are that happen in such ways. Interestingly, I actually... I'm looking to hire. And I figured soon enough, some suitable candidates would present themselves to me, and that maybe we could go into business together. Well, good news for you, buddy. I'm fresh out of a job. Indeed. <laughs> what, 
what would be our uh, job description, per se? Well, we need people in, what would you say? We need, you know, I don't really have a very good name for it. We need people who will do jobs for me, who report to me, and will finish those special tasks which other people often would feel too hesitant or too afraid to do. Yes? Like an escort. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds more like a, uh, no, no, an executive assistant to me. Yes, that's the perfect term. And I need more than one because, um, well, frankly, some of the jobs I have in mind will require more than one. You see, well, you know about the Olfactorium, I'm sure. I mean, we do all kinds of scent lines. One of the biggest companies. Yes, 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 quite. uh, Many employees, but I've struggled lately to find people with vigor. I think could get involved in uh, larger interorganizational conflicts, and uh, like shampoos. I, who told you about our shampoo line? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Did Almsworthy tell he's, you about that? He, he, he's that involved. Ooh, yeah. Well, clearly you're keeping your ear to the ground. But uh, I say all this, gentlemen. Would you consider working for me? I have one question. What? Will I be paid? <laughs> oh. I'll meet. I should step in here. I, I'm an accountant. Uh, oh. So any pay related questions, we can we can collaborate on there. Well, I assure you, you will all be uh, recompensed appropriately for your work. In something other than experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, experience. Who needs experience when you have luck? No, no, no. You all will be paid fairly, I promise. I'm in. Excellent. Um, uh, I have uh, one more question. Uh, yes, Al. You said you kind of. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, I shake his hand again. No. You said you kind of uh, leave establishments like this when you please. If we take this job, are we free to leave with you whenever you choose to leave? I guess today. Well, I certainly can't say that you'll be safe in this city. If you leave this prison, there'll be people looking for you all over Greenwater and on the roads. But, if you can make it up north to Borthen, I'll make sure you're safe at our offices. I also got, uh, I also got one more question, uh, but, uh, not for you. I, I, I turn around and pull uh, (laughs) Stapulus out of my, out of my boot, (laughs) and I, I say, what, what do you think about this, uh, this new, new opportunity here? See, Silt, is he talking to a stapler? Yeah, he's. I think he's lost it. I think the jail time's done him in. <laughs> oh, no. Ted, I don't think we're going to get to staple very many documents in jail. I'm not really cut out for prison. I think we should go with him. You want, you want a quick hit? I got this paper here. Oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just, just a couple. Just, uh, well, I'll, I'll make them last. I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll line him up. I'll be like, I, I've never I've never done this before. I'm so excited and nervous. <laughs> Here, just 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 lay your hand on top of me, and then oh, and slowly I depress. This the is stapler. far too erotic. <laughs> I'm kind of scared, honestly. Until I hear that click, and there's a click, 
and you feel the sudden surge of power rush through your body. Oh, oh shit! It's like it's like your veins are afire with 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 energy. He's like Ted. <laughs> this is the beginning of a beautiful partnership, Mister Ozzy. You've got yourself an accountant. Excellent. And a head alchemist. Well, I guess, and a, a lawyer. And I go to shake his hand for a third time. <laughs> well, gentlemen, sounds excellent. Now, let's see about these bars. And he turns and kind of lays his fingers a little bit on, on different parts of the... There's a stone um, wall. I mean, the, the building's built out of large um, chiseled stones. And there's a grated window. And he, he runs his hand along the, the wall, on the back wall of the cell. It kind of presses a little bit, pushes his fingers into the cracks. And then you hear him whisper something quietly. He lays both of his hands on the wall. And the stone itself actually begins to melt away. Oh! And it's shaped out into this odd shape that fills the cell. So that a humanoid-sized hole is left in the wall. Do I have to squeeze through it? Am I real tight? Uh, <laughs> he was... Yeah, you're going to have to duck down a little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Limbo practice. And he says, Whew, that takes a lot more out of you on this side of things, doesn't it? Ah, uh, well, gentlemen, uh, Alon Z. I, I guess we follow. Yeah, I'll <laughs> As follow. Sil walks out, he goes, Ozzy, you gotta teach me that one. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Right. Good enough for me. Maybe, maybe someday, young, young. Uh... Gosh, Silt. Yes, yeah, Silt, my good friend Silt. I, I don't think we've met actually. I, I think I have an excuse for that one. He uh, walks out and he says, "Now, and you guys, uh, if you choose to follow him, are walking along the basically the streets in the dark." I will probably split off, but I'll uh, Al will tell him. Oh, I'll catch back up. Where did he say what town? Uh, in Borthen. Borthen. And he says now. Gentlemen, um, I don't know what you'll please to do now that this little bit of luck has been offered to you, but if you go to my offices in Borthen, I'm not often there, but I leave uh, instructions, regulations and such, you know, behind as a well-organized man of business, and if you speak to my uh, aide-de-camp, we'll call him uh, Cavendish, he'll be of service to you. Now, for myself, I shall return to my apartment on the lakeside. If you need anything, please consider asking someone else before you ask me. But if you must, you'll find me there. Also, don't get caught by the guards. Can we get some gear or something? <laughs> gear? What, what What do you need? I don't know. Like, how far away is Bothan? Oh, you know, 40, 50 miles. Oh, I always forget. So, so squishy all of you are. Listen. I have a connection with the guards. If you can, uh, if you just tell the guards at the gate on the way north out of town that Ozzy is calling in a favor, they'll suit you up. Thanks, Ozzy. Best of luck with to you, and I look forward to all of our future endeavors. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, and may I be less drunk and disorderly the next time that we encounter each other. All right, boss. And he steps away mysteriously into the night. What a cool guy! Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if "cool" is what I'd use there, but he's certainly something. I will catch up with the rest of you later. I have to um, go meet my wife for dinner at that <laughs> pub downtown. 
<laughs> we were supposed oh. to meet there after my first day. Things nice. may be a little delayed. A man is out here saving my life, dude. Oh my gosh. That's that's great. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of Charisma Checked, featuring myself, Freddie, as Silt, Cade as John Smitherson, Brad as Alrin Tuttlethunder, Greg as Theodore Anderson, and Aaron, our dungeon master. We'll be back in two weeks with our next episode on March 2nd. We hope to see you then. We hope you enjoyed. If you want to check out our socials, head on over to Twitter at Charisma Checked or a subreddit r slash Charisma Checked. See you then, everybody. Ow, carrying, uh, is it carrying John? Yes. Yes. Like a a football. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm still getting used to the names. Al is carrying Ted. No worries, no worries. Yes. So it's Al. Silt. Nope. Okay, the fourth character that I didn't list. (laughs) Uh, Al actually has really big hands. He's carrying yeah, everybody. Sure. Yeah, everyone all at once. So, gosh. So Al is carrying Ted. And uh, no, what? <laughs> is he not? Nope. It's, it's still the name is Silt. Oh my gosh.